0: You can listen to this Clancy Shane and Kimber podcast anytime, but Jamel House of Fine Furnitures annual clearance sale is only on August 26 to 29. Google Jamel Wangara. Greg Fleet's new book is called These Things Happen. Uh, and the man is with us for uh, the next couple of hours, or at least until nine o'clock this morning. Is that right, Fleety? You, you're not going to yeah. sort of bolt on us or anything?
1: No, no, I'm not going to. Do that. No one wants me. You're the, only, you're the only people left in the world that will talk to me. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but I want to hear at least once this morning, I want to hear uh, Shane's name left out and mine put in. Okay. It. I want to see how it sounds. Let's
2: yeah. see if we can turn that around in time. Someone speak yeah. to, to Neil. We'll see <laughs> Oh, production uh, whiz, yeah. 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 Now, guys, the Ashley Madison leak last week, it just sent the world into adulterous chaos Mm. and lots of people talking about cheaters and I was having conversations with friends over the weekend and some of them were bagging out you know the mistresses they're like these women they they tempt our men from our marriages and they you know no no account of the fact that the men are playing too and it's Mm. also their fault but you know they're like these women drag men into it and but I just, I got into a conversation with him because the thing is, it's not that black and white.
1: I was going to say, your friends sound great. Can I make <laughs> <laughs> oh, She's only just begun, Greg.
2: <laughs> no, the thing is, it's not black and white. And I know this because I was unknowingly
0: yeah.
2: a mistress. So, Ooh, I okay. I dated a guy, years ago, I dated a guy for a few months and I was taking it pretty slow because, I, look, to be honest, I think I had a bit of a gut feeling about him. I sort of wasn't so sure on him and he was keen on me and I was like, well, oh, you know, we did dinners and we went out and stuff like that for a couple of months, but no meeting of the friends, no meeting of the family, like I didn't wasn't ready to get that close with him yet, mm. but I liked him and we got on well, Was was dating him. So he says to me one day, i am going to go down south for five days, <laughs> call, and he said, I'll call you when I get back, right? right. Now, yep. he could have been doing wine tours, he could have been caving, maybe surfing. So you're a
0: bit more than just Miss Tuesday
1: night?
2: I'm, I'm more than Miss Tuesday okay. night, yeah, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. So
1: you, you're, I'm trying not to be rude, but you had an intimate relationship. We're intimate. We're okay. intimate okay. and we're sure. dating,
2: right? Okay. And right. Yep. Yep. goes down south for five days. And I see him on Facebook. Someone tags him in 40 photos at his own wedding. Right? Um, So (laughs) so I'm seeing him for a couple of months. I'm dating, and I'm I'm not kidding oh. you. Like this guy is holding my hand, walking the streets of Subiaco, kissing me
1: in the streets. He wasn't wearing like, a mask or anything, was he?
2: No, right. this person was brazen, brazen about it, nah, right?
1: Brazen in Subiaco, and bra- <laughs> there's, there's the title of my book. That's, yeah, exactly.
2: And, but like he says, I'm just going down south for a few days. I'll call you when I get back. And he's getting married. He's with another woman. Yeah. So of course I send the message saying, okay, I know what you're doing. Like I've, now I know, and it was and it was all over. Call it quits, right? Sure. But uh, I'm not an idiot, right? I would consider myself to be a relatively sassy woman, and yep. I did not know that this was happening.
1: Did he? Did when you said I know what's going on? Did he try to? Did he try and salvage it, or not even try? No, did no, he, he blocked you know? me
2: from Facebook.
1: Oh right, he, he, went, he, oh. He,
2: he untagged himself in all the photos within an hour, yeah, and too late. I, I actually, I woke up early that morning. I remember it being like seven a.m., and I was like, I would not normally have been awake, and I woke hmm. up and I saw it and had i not woken up by 8 o'clock they were gone you oh, know because okay. like, so you I-
0: became a danger yeah, that's the point where you could have found out how dodgy he was if he then said, uh, "Do you want to become Miss Tuesday Night?"
2: Well, and also too, you could yes. easily message the wife and say, "Just mm. so you know, you've married a horrible person,
0: This Cad." Actually, yeah.
1: <laughs> that's that's very uh, that's very good of you. That you, well, I think it's good of you that you didn't do that because mm. you could have done that, and that's that's a very interesting thing. Whether whether you know if that happens to you, whether you're you know whether you. You're angry enough to to tell the other person because mm. you know, some people some people would argue you'd be doing her a favour by telling her that. Yes. But then again, you could also be you know ruining you know maybe maybe that was you know it was just a weird thing that he was doing. Well, was I don't know. Do and mm. but you're
2: right though because lots of people said you should absolutely tell her. I would want to know. It's it's part of the girl code. You should tell her. But mm. I just sort of went. You know what? I'm going to wipe my hands of this and walk away because I don't want to be involved yeah. and I don't yeah. want people thinking because I had nothing to do with it. Do you know what I mean? I didn't know. Yeah. So yeah. I, I sort of thought I don't. I don't really want my name to be tarnished with something that, that I wasn't a part of. That's
0: a lot of prezies people would want back too, isn't it, from that wedding. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. It's messy. Oh, but yeah. look, I,
2: I'm really hey. interested to see if this has happened to anyone. 133353, give us a call. Have you have you unknowingly, unknowingly been the other man or other woman? Because you hear about mm. this. Well, I have, this is part of your book too, Fleety, that your dad had a family, a whole oh, other yeah. family you didn't know yeah. about.
1: Yeah, he had a he had a un, under a under an assumed name. He had a he had a completely different family. But uh, yeah, it's a, it, but you know he said that he was just going down south for a little while too. But he was gone for a couple of years. But um, <laughs> that's um, the line, though. Obviously, you know. But going down south is a metaphor. You know, yeah, for, yeah. You know, for, I'm about to go get married to someone else. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah,
2: yeah. I tell you what, it's so interesting. 133353, wow. and you could win our caller of the day prize too, House. which is. Uh two tickets plus the ferry transfers to catch Ice House at Hotel Rotnest. Yeah, Ooh. Sunday,
0: January ten, tickets from Ticketmaster. They're only doing the two gigs, the other one down south at uh, Castelli Winery. So this is a big one you gotta catch over while he's here in the West.
2: Yep. Mm. Have you ever been the mistress or the what's the name for a man who's
1: who's I don't that? Know. Is there what is it? Master? Oh, no, I was thinking master. No. master, master and commander.
2: Have, have <laughs> you been move? the other woman or the other the man other without man. knowing?
1: Yeah. Okay,
0: lines are open. Clancy, Shane and Kimber. And Fleety, while Shane's not here, we're getting (laughs) there. It's just evolving, mate. Greg Fleets with us this morning. (laughs) Seven to eight.
2: Now, guys, I didn't know that I would ever say this, but I was the other woman. I was the mistress.
1: Mm. You were.
2: I was. I had no idea that I was dating a guy who was marrying another woman.
0: Right. Is this a bit where I queue ACDC's mistress for Christmas underneath?
2: Yeah, Yeah. well, it was a bit mistress for Christmas. Saw him Mm. for a couple of months. He says, I'm going down south for five days. I'll call you when I get back. And while he was away, he got married. Right. Right, just what you do apparently, and so I would like to know on um, thirteen thirty three fifty three if you have ever been the other man or the other woman without even knowing.
1: You didn't know. No, just no clue. Oh, so, so you're not allowed. Like people aren't ringing up going, "Yeah, I've been the other. I've been the other man." Stacks of times, it has to be saying, "Well, you didn't actually know." You yeah, were, it's like well, okay. someone
2: like pulled the wool over your eyes? You know. Yeah. yeah, yeah okay. I feel like it's a trick, Elizabeth in June Delap. Were you the other woman without knowing?
3: Yeah, hi, Clazy, Greg and Kimber. I was. <laughs> oh,
1: there she did. Nicely played, Liz. Give her an icy cold can of Coke. <laughs> 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 a uh, Poor I love you. A left out there. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: well, so what happened um, to you, Liz?
3: Yeah, yes, it did. Um, look, I was going out with a guy. and He was actually a police officer. And uh, we were going out for six months. So, you know, quite a relationship happening there. And um, I don't know what happened, but one morning I was rushing to go to work. And he we was sort of... Acting odd and looking at his watch and that. And I just flippantly said, oh, what time's the wife expecting you? And he said, I need to be home at nine o'clock because I've got to go to school for the kids.
0: Oh. Oh. So being flippant, uh, you, you found <laughs> it, out the reality. It
2: was a fun joke that mm. wasn't so fun. Wow.
3: It, was, uh, it was horrible. It was really horrible. So... um yeah, and I had trust issues for a while, so... Yeah, and
1: it's yeah. not like you can go to the police. <laughs> <laughs> Stick up for him.
2: Yeah. Tell you that's, what, it's six months as well, like, that's enough, yeah. like, they're so brazen about it. In that time, you've gone out to dinner together, and you've gone to movies, and it's just insane.
3: And it was crazy because, I mean, we lived in a suburb probably about a 40-minute drive from mine, and he was stationed in here where I lived. So the excuse was always, you know, oh, look, just, you know, don't bother going to my place. I'm hardly ever there, you know. Mm. Oh,
0: yeah, right. Wow. wow! Thanks, that's Elizabeth. Incredible. Great story. Yeah, you're welcome. I mean, we've all been in that situation where there's been that "oh, I've broken up with them" story thrown oh, at yeah, you, yeah. And you, and you get sucked yeah. in. Believe that I'm not really with them anymore. Not, not with them anymore. Yeah. Okay,
2: Michelle in Morley, have you been the other woman without knowing?
3: Yes. Good morning, guys. I'm not Hi. do Elizabeth's trick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: you're a good man. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah
3: about 20 years ago, I was um, a very naive. Uh, 20-odd-year-old, early 20s, and um, I met this guy. I was doing a safety course and he was one of the divers and he was helping us with the safety course and everything. And then three days later he rang me and then uh, over the next probably couple of months we started dating and um, I was only ever able to meet him at his work. He was a fireman.
2: Oh, here Um, we go. It's like the the little things are going to add up, aren't
3: they? (laughs) That's exactly right. I could never call him. He had to call me. wasn't allowed to go to his house, which was around the corner from where he worked. Um, So it was really strange, and I kind of put put two and two together, but obviously it took me a a little bit longer than I would have imagined. And uh, he told me that um, he was married, and his wife had just had a baby, and they were having troubles, and um, and that's what it was. uh, And
2: and you were clearly the solution to that. That's Mm. that's a smart idea.
3: That's exactly right. So uh, consequently, I said, uh, "See you later." And um, yeah, but it, it did hurt, you know. Especially thinking, you know, you know, being you know young at that time, thinking, "Oh wow, this guy seems to really like me," and then to find out that he's doing that to his wife, he just had a child. And you know so.
2: what? Too, no one wants to be made the fool. Like, no one wants to be no, the last no. one to know or the person like you don't want to be made out to be naive or like you're an no, idiot. It, it's no. hurtful.
3: No, yeah, and no, not just that, though, but you don't want to be the one who actually hurts other people either, unwittingly. Yeah, yeah, okay? you didn't know. Yeah, so no, uh, no, consequently a- I'm a lot uh, older and
1: wiser now. <laughs> oh, dear. I, I, I once went out with someone who, uh, and look, this was kind of, Kind of my fault because of what the things that I was doing, which we've already talked about, there in the book, all mm. the drug stuff and everything. Mm. And I was going out with someone who wasn't into any of that. And I guess over a period of time, she and a very close friend of mine, who were both very concerned for my welfare, sort of got closer and closer together. Oh. And the three of oh. us used to hang out together all the time. Right. And there they ended up getting together. Then they're now actually. You know, they've now got kids and whatever. But at the time, I was the last one. (laughs) to <laughs> right, you know, and, and it took a friend of mine to take me aside and go, You do realize this is going on, don't you? And You're off in Greg World. Aww.
3: I was gonna say, you were in that haze, were you?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just the, the realization, though, like as you said, with you know, when you went, I'm not allowed to go to his house, I'm yeah. allowed to do this. Suddenly, all these flash things flashed through my mind, like photographs going, What about that time and the time you walked in and that was happening? What about that time? And I just went, Oh my yeah. god, oh my yeah. god, and it's actually, and in a weird way, the thing I felt more than anything was embarrassed, yeah,
3: yeah. yeah. That's yeah, true. A bit like humiliated. A
1: yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much for your call, Michelle. Your Mish, have a good no week.
3: Worries. Have a great day, guys.
1: Michelle Bye. of Morley, right
0: there. Uh, still to come on the show this morning, which we're now calling uh, Claire's in the Mistress and Fleety while Shane's away. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting more and more complicated, isn't it?
2: I feel like this is really going to sell me badly.
0: We're going to talk to Greg Fleet about it. Uh, mate, we'll talk more about your book, "These Things Happened," uh, sure. including dying on stage and not dying on the streets. Shano's uh, not feeling the best, so he's not in today. And we've got Greg Fleet with us, whose new book is called These Things Happen. And, Fleety, we wanted to really delve into the book. And it's not just about page 219 and on, but there is, it gets pretty serious when you start talking about the what's become a real problem for our community, and that is ice. Yeah.
1: Uh, and, and the... Interesting thing about that story because there was a period of time uh, where my partner, ex-partner, and I got got quite into it. Um, That that was like I didn't even realize this until yesterday, but that was about nine years ago. So it's since that time. I mean, you know, if you read that story, you see how it's pretty intense. But since that time, it's just got worse and worse and worse, and it's a bigger, obviously, a much bigger problem in the community and a much, uh, probably, a lot stronger. I imagine. Well, see, Um, because
2: reading your book, like you, by no means do you glorify drugs, but you're very honest about the drugs that you've taken, the experiences that you've had. And there was an excerpt on WA Today over the weekend um, Mm. that really delved into this, talking about ice and and methamphetamines and how you went with that. Now, there's no pressure on your answer here, but from your experiences, can you pinpoint what would have made the difference? Like, when you you look at your life as a drug user and as a drug addict and, and, you know, using heroin... Would it have been if you'd stayed away from the wrong crowd or if you'd never started what they would call a gateway drug or if you'd, you know, could you pinpoint something that you think sent you in that direction?
1: Well, look... I I don't think I can. I, I, I don't think I can, you know, find a, a, a particular thing and go, oh, it's that, you know, that that's yeah. the reason I end up doing, you know, doing whatever I did. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I, I was naturally very uh, curious as a person and as a child and I always wanted to try different things and see what they were like and people would tell me things and i think, no, I want to know that, you know, and mm. I, you know, I don't necessarily believe that. I want to try that out. And there are various things that I've tried once and, you know, never done them again. But, uh, um but i think i don't know a lot of people have said to me you know early family stuff we had a lot of weird family stuff going in our in our house and a lot of people have said to me you know it it could you know it could be that stuff but i i mean i've never really felt you know the, the thing i feel about you know people growing up and i mean and when i say weird family i was never abused as a child i was never like you know not what i what i would consider very very serious you know issues but yeah, um, mm. but you know You grow up, you only know the life that you've had. It's not like you've lived one perfect life or one perfect childhood where everything just went brilliantly and then you're having your second one and it's not as good and, you know, your your parents are split up and they're fighting and, you know, things like Mm, that. So you only really know what you know, you know. It's not like you've got anything to compare it to other than other people's families. But, you know... so I never really felt uh, at the time that it was it was you know because of what happened when I was a child. But maybe I'm starting to come around to that way of thinking. You know that there was stuff that happened when when I was younger that you know that that maybe set me up for a, a life of addiction or, or whatever. Like mm-hmm. Greg,
0: one thing that really struck me in the book is there. Uh, you know, you you and your girlfriend are both addicted, right? And you've got this mm-hmm. relationship where the only time and you you state and I don't know this it was scary for you to read back once you've actually put it on paper, but the only time you had real happiness in the relationship, including that loving, holding hands kind of fun was when you'd scored and you were minutes away from getting home and, and getting that high, getting that hit. That's, yes. That's actually yes. really sad, isn't it?
1: Yeah, it is. terrible and that, that was true of a number of drugs. I think um, that was certainly true of heroin as well and we both did that uh, for, a, for a number of years. Um but yeah there was that it got to the point where the only real joy was you know the anticipation of doing the thing and and the, that's the only time you really get along with each other was you know because you both knew you had what you wanted you were going to have it everything was going to be okay mm. and and so that was the only time we really got along with each other and then you'd take it and you'd just be out of it and just be like a nightmare and be a mess and and then you know soon after that you'd need money for more so you'd start blaming each other and stressing and you know getting horrible to each other so it was yeah. It was really quite. Um, it is quite sad. And I still occasionally see a couple of the people that I went out with. You know, in those times. And uh, fortunately, most or all of them, are, are, you know, no longer do any of that stuff. But it's it is quite sad to to see people like that and think, God, oh, you know, we we naturally got along really well. You know, we had a real chemistry that. We just, you know, we just wrecked it. Mm. <laughs> we just, you know, I mean, and it is, it is a shame because you kind of think, oh, well, you know, imagine how, you know, how we would have been had we not done that, you yeah. know.
2: Well, and, I mean, is it is it an epiphany that gets you out of it? I know early on in your book you talk about, you know, how it's just a bit of a black hole. You get sucked into this black hole and then when you come back out and you see all the destruction that you'd created in your life and to all the people around you that you cared about, mm. you sort of went, oh, I either have to face up to this or I have to go back into the hole, which was the easier option. Yeah. And so it yeah. keeps taking you in. So what do you need to get out? Is it is it the epiphany? Is it courage or...?
1: I don't, look, I don't really know. I'm, I'm always very... Uh, I, I very much admire young people that, that stop because I, you know, I kept thinking, oh, well, I'll, you know, I've got ages, I've got ages, you know. And, you know, I've wasted a huge chunk of my life. Like people may look at me and go, oh, well, he's successful or he's happy or whatever. Mm. And, you know, I am relatively happy, but I don't own anything. I don't I have no plan, you know, I have no... You know, other than other than my creativity, I have nothing to rely on. You know, I don't. I don't have a. You know, oh, I've probably got some super somewhere. God knows, I haven't looked <laughs> in know? twelve different funds. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, but you know, it's. Yeah, I, I, I. think with me, and I remember reading this in um, uh, in a book by uh, Steve Kilby. Yep. He said that he felt with heroin that it wasn't so much that he was. Through with heroin, but heroin was through with him. Okay. And hmm. I kind of almost feel like I did it for so long that it almost got to that point where, you know, it just became there was no mystery left. There was no, you know, no real joy left. It was just existence. So mm. I, I went. Look, it's better. How am I going to be able to do this when I'm 60? Am I going to be able to do this when I'm 70? How am I going to? Mm. How am I going to you know, keep doing this? So like if I have to stop at some point, I might as well just stop now.
0: Yeah, yeah. 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 Steve Kilby, of course, yeah. from the church. So we yeah. uh, we all yeah. we love their yeah. music.
1: This Clozee Shane and Kimber podcast is now done. But Jamel House of
0: Fine Furnitures annual clearance sale <laughs> is only on August 26 to 29. Google Jamel Wangara.